Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hemphill. Be sure and visit our website at active-faith.org. And if you have a question about spiritual warfare you'd like to see covered in a future episode, you can email me at stevehemphill1, that's the number one, at me.com, me.com. Last time we talked about how that Jesus taught in Mark 9 that prayer alone is not always enough. Today, I want to uh, uh, talk about the fact that scripture stakes or spiritual warfare stakes, whatever you want to call them, are not a talisman. Now, first, let me give you the Wikipedia definition of a talisman. A talisman is a magical object resembling the force it represents and containing power and good luck for its possessor. If stakes with verses on them are a talisman, then anyone who possesses the Bible is automatically delivered from evil and has permanent good luck in all aspects of life. Now, we know this is false. Baptism is a special symbol of faith. It's not magic water. Communion is a special symbol of covenant relationship. The Jewish mezuzah was a symbol of their connection to God. In Deuteronomy 6, when God said to put his word on their gates and doorposts, they didn't say, oh, oh, that's just spiritual. We don't actually literally put these verses out there. No, they actually literally put the verses out there, and they still do. Uh, anointing oil was a symbol of dedicating a person or a place to God. We could really go on and on and on. But just like the Jewish mezuzah, stakes with verses on them, scripture stakes, spiritual warfare stakes, whatever you want to call them, they're a symbol of relationship between you and God, not a formula that requires God to do anything. Uh, God is not our Santa Claus in the sky. Uh, prayer is a way for us to join the work that he has planned, not uh, a, a wish list, a want list for a Santa Claus in the sky. Um, one day I was at a, a convention um, in Indiana, I think it was, and I got a call from New Jersey. Now, I've never been to New Jersey and don't know anyone from New Jersey, but um, this guy called and said uh, uh, that his his uh, preacher in his area was was talking about stakes and verses on them, and he's noticed he found mine and and uh, had some questions about my stakes. Said your stakes already have verses on them, and I said yes, or you know, you're using stakes and verses? He said, you know, yeah, all the preachers in our part of the country up here are teaching that, you know, stake out your home, stake out your property, stake out your business, your school, uh, that said that the word for stake in the scripture is the same word uh, as cross. In fact, the, in the complete Jewish Bible, the CJB, the Jewish version of the New Testament, uh, it says they nailed Jesus to his execution stakes. So stakes are already a symbol of the cross. When you add verses to them, they're even a stronger symbol of Christianity and the cross. Well, I hung up from that phone call, and there was a man standing at my booth looking at my stakes. And he said, hey, your stakes already have verses on them. And I said, yes, are you using stakes with verses on them? He said, oh, yes, I've been doing that for years. He said, I teach a course called Farming God's Way. Now, he said, I run a big farm near Indianapolis, uh, but I spend my summers uh, going on mission trips and helping farmers in Africa and South America learn to farm God's way. Because what we've discovered is when uh, in these countries, when, when they clear the land to plant the first crop, they, they ask the local 
shaman, a witch doctor, to come and bless the land. And, and they're sprinkling animal blood. They're actually cursing the land, and the Christians don't even realize it. So I teach a course, and we have a curriculum called Farming God's Way. The first thing we have people do after they've cleared the land and are ready to plant the first crop is to get is to stake out the corners of, of the property with verses on stakes and then get on their knees on the property and hold some of the dirt up to God and ask God to remove any of the curses from centuries past or anything evil that was connected to the land here in any way. And that uh, from now on, that land is going to be dedicated to God and they're going to give God a, a tithe of the crops. And so the land just turns a rich brown and the crop yield is unbelievable. I recently learned that that uh, many Jewish people also stake the corners of their property in addition to putting a mezuzah on all outside door frames. That's sort of a, a little known secret. But you know, I was just raised so conservative. My wife and I are so conservative that I would begin to tell her these stories as I as they happened and I'd come home and share what was going on and she would smile and nicely and say, that's great, honey. Let's don't tell anyone, okay? You know, I want them to think you're normal and everything. And um, now she calls me every day on trips and says, what happened today? What happened today? Because we've seen it happen so much. We understand that it works, that God's word is powerful. And we can't always explain why it works, but acts of faith are always rewarded by God. Again, I'm the last guy you should expect miracle stories from, but that's really all I have. So in a lot of today's lesson, let me suggest that part of your personal battle plan might need to be to consider staking your property and prayerfully dedicating yourself and your possessions to the good of the kingdom. Prayer walks and anointing oils and trumpet blasts often accompany these worthy procedures. John Eldridge in his book on prayer called Moving Mountains uh, says that we need to uh, verbally pronounce God's authority over our property, our home, our business, our school, our office. And that's what this is doing. Uh, maybe you can invite some friends over to come pray with you and your family in this kind of a special dedication ceremony for your future and your family. God's word can't possibly hurt anything, right? And it just might help. If you have any interest in supporting this ministry and keeping the podcast going, you can go to active-faith.org and make a tax-deductible donation. Uh, thank you for helping us in this worthy procedure and endeavor. Uh, see you next time on Battle Plan, and we're going to talk about uh, a summary of all the Battle Plan suggestions and insights we've learned from our first 20 episodes. Keep praying, because prayer definitely works. God loves you, and I love you. Have a great day.